Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Yeah, here we go. It is KBJ After the Show podcast for Thursday. What's going on, everybody? One day closer to that old weekend. Got some uh, fun stuff going down this weekend. I'm pretty pumped because there's uh, going to be a ton of football going on for the first weekend. So my life's kind of changing. Pretty uh, excited about that. That is fun. Yeah, just you know, being able to look at what's uh, going on on Saturday and just seeing pretty much from noon until the rest of the day, there's uh, going to be football on at all times. I'm pretty pumped. Uh, there's some really big high school games going on. In fact, uh, if you go to ESPN2, starting at noon, uh, Shamanad Madonna is uh, going to be on. Then after that, St. Thomas Aquinas. So you got a Hollywood school followed by a Fort Lauderdale school on national TV. Uh, and then even American Heritage, they've got uh, one of those national games. I don't think it's going to be broadcast, but they're playing a team from out of state. So some of our best talent in Florida is up against some uh, big old teams. And then I see my high university Bobcats play football Saturday night. And then the Dolphins got a preseason game against the Jaguars at 730. So look at that, Virginia. That's a, a, that's a, that's a Saturday right there that, for you. That is Kevin Joy. Oh, it's back. <laughs> oh, it's back. It's just so good to say. Good. I'm, yeah. We want you happy. So pumped. So that's uh, going to be going on. Uh, big weekend. What's going on with Christian Wilkins? He's uh he's kind of sitting out right now, and uh, it's a little strategy you got to take. He is uh, going into the last year of his deal, and you know this is a time where if you really value a player, which the Dolphins should, you go on ahead and sign him because you want some assurance that if an injury happens to you, that you will have some income coming in because it's it's. It's tough. I You're know putting of, it all out there. Well, a lot of people look at the players and be like, come on, man, play, be a good teammate. It's like, well, the team is not going to feel the same if he goes out and he rips something in his leg and he can't play this sport again. It's not like the Dolphins can be like, oh, man, we feel so bad. Yeah, we'll go ahead and pay you for the next three years or whatever. No, it's just he's done making money off football. That's how it works. And 
you know, right now he's making about ten and a half million for a season. And you're like, boo-hoo, but for what he does in productivity, he should be making twenty-two to twenty-four million dollars a year. And you've run the numbers. Yes. That is <laughs> anybody who says the productivity he had, the amount of tackles he had last year. He should be making his market value is twenty-two to twenty-four million dollars. And and look, I, I would tell everybody out there, you should get paid what you're worth. Some people are overpaid. Most of us are underpaid. Christian Wilkins is underpaid. His market value is twenty-two to twenty-four million dollars, and the Dolphins want him to play at ten and a half million. And you just, you know, do you think that's fair or not? It's half price. It is. Show me anybody who's walking around. Would you take half of the money you make right now to do the same job? A lot of people probably say no. I would say no. That'd be crazy. Yeah. So that's, I'd go find something new. Yeah. Look, he, he out of everyone on that team, he more than anybody wants to be out there in drills and playing games and all that. But it, it is a business and it is a game. And this is how it's done. And you don't have a lot of years to no. make this money. I mean, right. he, he beats his body up for mm-hmm. football. Yeah, that's it. So you, it's a cash grab. You try to make as much money as you can in the shortest amount of time because you just don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. So, you know, you want to do that, be able to lay some money up and then have a future. And Christian is smart with money, too. You yeah, know, he is. He's- a little side note that I don't know if a lot of people know. I thought he had a fancy car. He has a Kia. Yeah. He drives a Kia. That man could afford the most tricked out, fancy car he wanted. He's got a Kia. So he's smart with money, and he's going to do the right thing with money. He's going to take that NFL money and invest and create generational wealth. I mean, he does it right. Mm -hmm. Pay the man. He's a sensible dude. So, yeah, I... I trust that they will get it worked out. This is what's happening right now. There's a lot of deals happening. In He's the, not the only one? No. I mean, there's all kinds of wheeling and dealing happening right now. And this is the time of year where that all happens, where ah. you got people saying, I'm not going to play. There's one player for the Chiefs saying, I'm not playing until game eight. So it's just, you know, it's the, the stuff that they do, the negotiating. Jaber might be up for some uh, negotiations if you missed the regular show. <laughs> Are you going to be giving sponge baths to old people? That wasn't it. I was talking about that uh, haunted doll. Oh. Did you hear back from the person? I have not. I did not see anything come through from uh, the guy Garrett, who yesterday posted up on Next Door. Suits has the photo that uh, he can post there on KBJ TV. And this was a doll that I saw. And immediately I'm like, that's a terrifying looking doll. He believes that the doll is possessed. He says that lights will flicker in the room. He's seen the doll sit up. Arms will move. There's a ticking noise that comes from it. And all kinds of things in his life has gone bad. And things in that room just seem to go bad. He's afraid to throw it away because of whatever juju that might bring him. So he's hoping somebody will take it off his hands. And whatever this demonic possession is will transfer over to the other person. Now, oddly enough, Jaybird is more than willing to take on that demonic possession. Well, he doesn't know it's demonic just because something's clicking and making sounds. Yeah. And that's a big misconception. Uh, ghostly activity does mm-hmm. not mean demonic. But most pe- some people think that because they're afraid of the ghost. They're going to think automatic demon. Yeah. He said also he believes that the beard and hair on that doll is human. Whoa. I mean, that's kind of, that's crazy. I mean, if you want to make <laughs> something really creepy, real human hair, and I was telling Jabra, I'm like, could you imagine, like, if that was something, that, that sounds like a, a, a murder 
or a horror movie, doesn't it? Where it there's does. a doll maker and his victims, he uses all their hair to make his dolls. Oh, yeah. my God. And then the spirit of the person is in that doll, but it's a tormented version of the spirit. It's just, you know, I mean, come on. And you sure you want this doll? Yeah, no, I think it's awesome. I, I love all that stuff. I mean, I did a whole fucking movie about a creepy doll killing people. Pretty much the, just the same kind of a thing. This is my world. This, the, this is where I live at. Yeah. I'm mentally there. I want it. I want the fight. Where right. is Grimsley? I saw him in here the other day. That's the Grimsley. Oh. That's his stunt double. There he is back there. That's the one with all the blood. I had to buy two. I had to make buy them and then make them and then make one always covered in blood and then keep one very, very clean. That sounds cheap. It was not. <laughs> 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 this man is losing a lot of money on films, y'all. He's like the water world of local. Yeah. yeah. Somebody uh, texted in. They said, back a long time ago, they would make dolls in the child's image. They would make the daughter look like the child it was for, and they would even use real human hair. A lot of times, the child's own hair. Mm. That's why a lot of these old dolls are haunted, because they have the real human hair. Mm. and were made in that child's image. So if the child passed away, especially in an inconvenient way, which happened to a lot of kids in that era, the child's spirit would then stick to that doll. So he's giving it away or is he making Is he? He wants to get rid of is what he said in the next door post. Now, I don't know know if he'll get into a bidding war over it. I'm not buying it. You got to be careful with some of this shit, too. But he put a picture up. (laughs) I mean, it's real. I know it's real, but he might be trying to get a story attached to it to get people. On next door? Well, I mean, you can sell shit off next door as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying we'll he, he might be creating something okay. to get the hype to now go, oh, you want that? $1,000. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens with it. Somebody else texted in. They said, I have my husband's childhood clown doll that I refuse to take out of a plastic bag in the bottom of a bin in my garage. Jaybird, you can have it. I can almost guarantee that the second he comes out of that bag and bin, he's going to go on a murderous rage. <laughs> the doll's name is Clarence. Yeah. Oh. Clarence has murder in his heart. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. What would you do if you were sleeping and you saw a doll w- walking towards you with a knife? Probably uh, slip in my own poop first yeah. as I'm trying to run away. <laughs> would you think, oh, Bird, you really did it to yourself this time? I went too far. No, I would go, fuck yes, proof. There's something mystical going on here. Okay. Finally, I can really, I'm going to try to grab my camera. You're going to try to get a video before it slashes you? Since you've known me, I've always tried my best to conjure spirits to prove, to get on record. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've had a couple, I think, small victories. The naysayers would say no, but that's always been the goal. You made a a ghost TV show. They thought it was impressive when that uh, demon ripped your blanket off of you in your sleep. That looked real to me. Well, well, it it absolutely was real. I didn't do anything to that. No, we don't have the skill level to create that CGI demon. We actually do. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) don't. But I want to be honest. We we do have that ability, but I'm just being honest with y'all. That was not... At all doctored whatsoever. We wouldn't do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That's that's cheap. Well, talking about the unknown and what Jaber would like to have proof of, Bigfoot does fall into that realm. And we got an email here from Catherine. She said, my parents are in Seattle and they found a shirt. And I want to share it with you all because... My mom can't get over the fact that it looks like 
Jaybird if he were a Bigfoot. It kind of does. It's that got is funky sunglasses, his Dolphins winter hat, and a guitar. <laughs> it's like if Jaybird were Bigfoot, that would be him, and it's on a shirt. You're Weird. Right. When did you model for that? Does that Sasquatch have a small dick too? <laughs> That's why he's hiding it. Look at that, huh? It's it really is. It's pretty amazing. You need to really get that shirt. That's a great shirt. That does kind of look that. like me. Yeah. I'll have to uh, put the call out for It's that. just missing a pizza shirt. Yeah, right. If you did put it in that. I'm sure you can make that happen, right? I mean, why not? Other uh, creepy stuff. We were talking yesterday extensively about um, this girl who was dating a 39-year-old guy when he was 19. He got arrested in a sting operation trying to pick up a 13-year-old girl and spent a year in prison. And she was trying to figure out, do I stay with him or not? And one of the downsides of this, even if he has been completely innocent and clean for the last 20 years, is if you live with this person, he's still going to be on a sex offender registry, correct? It would come up. That's got to be public knowledge. There are websites you can go to. So you might be dealing with some of the shade of what he had. And there is even a current story we're talking about, about somebody who was on that registry and it came to light when they were going to run a Pop Warner football league in Riviera Beach. Uh, Kate said, I am a probation officer and I supervise sex offenders. Oh, perfect. She says it is a state-by-state thing, but depending upon the case, it can be a lifetime registry or usually just 10 years, I guess, depending upon the offense. Now, Fire Marshal Bill, our good friend, just to let you guys know, once you're on the sexual registry list, it is a lifetime list. And the only way to get yourself removed is if you petition the court to remove it, and it's usually a very expensive process. Mm. Said the opinion that once you're a sex offender, you're always a sex offender is false, though. I've witnessed that there are some people that make these stupid mistakes and have no desire to recommit. My personal belief is that the system needs to create a tiered registry list that takes into account for reticism and mental evaluations. So I guess that's what it is. So it sounds like for the most part... It can be a lifetime thing. Can I have Kate's email? I want to email her privately. Yes, you can. I just threw it away. Okay, I'll dig in the trash. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, what they're saying there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, that's that's. it really is a, a slippery slope to get on, you know, some of that stuff. And we talked yesterday about how, you know, especially the Romeo and Juliet laws to try to cover as somebody becomes an adult, but the person they're dating is not quite yet an adult and how that necessarily that's the tiered system. Fire Marshal Bill is talking about It's so different than a predator to me, like I, exactly. Romeo and Juliet yeah. and a 40 year old guy trying to hook up with a 13 year old girl. Mm-hmm. They're so different. Well, and then you also would have the he said, she said cases too. that that's going to be a factor. You could have. Uh, a younger person accusing someone much older of having touched them or done something inappropriate. And then you've got to sort all that stuff out. And those kind of things happen all the time. It's messy. Yeah, it really is. Uh, There's kind of a story that's going on right now, bringing it back to the uh, Dolphins. One of their big players, cornerback Xavier Howard, is dealing with a lawsuit right now that alleges that he filmed himself having sex with this woman and then shared the videos with other people. The plaintiffs are saying that she had dated Howard during the first half of the 2022 season and engaged in sexual relations with him. 
The sex was consensual, but she says filming it was another story. Yeah, that's fucked up. You can't do that shit. And then sharing it? Even more fucked up. So far. Even if you film it and she knows it's being filmed... And then you share it without your without her consent. You're still a fuckface, in my opinion. Xavier Howard is saying that the woman accusing him of filming and distributing had tried to shake him down prior to filing a lawsuit against him. So he's saying that it's lies and it's nothing but a shakedown. So that's- yeah, and, and I'm only going on if what really happened. Yeah, you know, if if someone films you, especially without your consent, but even with your consent, and then they start sharing that stuff without your consent, right. you are a fuckface. Mm-hmm. Not cool. So we'll see what uh, goes down with that. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, this person says, speaking of not cool, is Virginia aware of what happened today with what did I lick? She said, uh, did she happen to see this as she was outside of the studio? <laughs> She did it. I don't think she is it? It's me putting it up my nose and in my ear. The thing that you <laughs> lick. Thing that you I'm lick. not surprised that you're acting like a douche. Mm. I mean, it's <laughs> it's on brand. Okay. I, I, you always get nervous that oh, it's not extreme enough, and then then you go too far. Oh, you're a fucking animal. I don't. I don't know. I, Put it up your ass. I don't care. There's I, a fine line between being a pussy and a fuckface. <laughs> there really is. <laughs> The only thing I'd say to the audience, we all kind of signed up for this gig, so yeah. we know the bit. We know it's fucked up. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to start playing that game, then fuck y'all, too, because y'all done some shit to me. We're like, holy shit, you did. I like the dead lizard. The, the dead lizard was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. He was so decayed and horrible. We've all, whenever we've, we've licked, our, we can just do a little fireball, which is what I did. We've all had our day in the shitty sun here on this program. I'm surprised you didn't put it in your ass. <laughs> I know you like ass play. That would have been too far. <laughs> For the regular that, show. That, that goes from uh, crazy to fuckface. That's, there's, there's that fine line Kevin's talking about. If yeah. we ever did a podcast, do it, bitch. Or a podcast... What did I lick? Like, it could be a whole different game, because we would, could really up it. I would never shove something in my ass and make you guys like, I would that's, legit that's, feel yeah. guilty about that. I mean, that's... Cr- it feels know? like that would go more in the fuckface category. That is, <laughs> that's definitely in the fuckface. That's yeah. not even fun at yeah, that point. Right. That's that weird 90s yeah, people like, All right. frat hazing shit yeah. that you do. <laughs> that, none of us are really... <laughs> Pedro sent an email. He said, I was watching the after the show yesterday where Jaybird bounced the pen off the desk and into his eye. 
And it's kind of funny because uh, he said here, I'm sorry, it was Christy actually sent this in. It says, uh, I was uh, watching after hearing all the laughter. I'm dying in my car, but I had to go back to see it and how funny it was. And what I loved about it is one thing you didn't even bring up, how funny it was that after what happened and without skipping a beat, Denny's offers up his pen to Jaybird. Ha, 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 classic bird in Denny's. <laughs> he, was, he was more upset. He, oh, here, bird, you can have my pen. Because your pen goes careening off your eyeball <laughs> somewhere into a different part of the studio. And Denny's didn't want you to be without a pen. Aww. We're quite the duo, me and that cat. What a, what a caring little soul he is. Huh? He is a sweet pig. Oh, just the sweetest, huh? <laughs> it's very nice. Uh, one thing that we had mentioned yesterday, we were playing the new Frasier theme, which is actually just the old Frasier theme, but redone. It's a little more... Uh... Growly. Yeah, it is. The the guy who sang it's a little bit older and a little bit more I don't hate now. it. I like the gravel. He, yeah. he had to drop down into the key of gravel. <laughs> it sounds growl. good. But that was a show that was out, what, the 90s? That when it came out? Mid-90s, late 90s, somewhere around there? Uh, when it got right. its first run? I yeah. Because yeah, he was on the character Frasier Crane came from Cheers. That was late 80s into the early 90s. Yeah, and 93 it, to 2004. Okay. Yeah, all right, that that feels right. So, you know, here it is, a while, and then we're listening to the words in the theme. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. And immediately when we heard that lyric now, we're like, toss salads. So you're like... It, it's just it's the same thing it hits different now it's the same thing that ha- Virginia does I forget I don't want to say the commercial but I, I hear her advertising for something and she'll say the word facial and <laughs> nowadays when I hear the word just facial hit, like, yeah oh. these were common terms I never thought about the toss salad line until we played it again and it's I'm like, ugh, toss salad. I'm like, what are they singing about in this uh, Frasier theme? Cream pie. Made a little different these days. Yeah, Back in the day, cream pie was <laughs> a delicious snack. There's a whole bunch of <laughs> words that used to be benign, but now the over-sexualized world has taken them and made them their own. You can't say toss salad, cream pie, load, without right. thinking of something sexual and perverse. Hey, Facial. Kev, do, me, do me a favor, Kev. Come yeah. over here. Even that word, yeah. In? I'm coming over there because I got to get a facial. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I there. had a great facial yesterday. It was lovely. See? Or, or <laughs> it was raining out and she was all wet. Yeah. <laughs> well, think even about the word oral. Now when you think oral, it's somebody that's giving or getting head. And I looked at my toothbrush today. Oral B. Yep. Oral butt. That's oral in your butt. Yeah. It does. It sounds like <laughs> I need to take butt. this device and jam it in my asshole. That's tossing your salad. It's tossing your salad <laughs> and scrambled eggs. Yeah. Scrambled eggs just means they shake your nuts a couple times. Right. You're like, just, I mean, some of these words now, you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> you're right. It is interesting. I guess it's, it's always happened for a while because remember we were talking about uh, pussy and somebody sent us the, uh, was it the mother goose? Rhyme and yeah. it was the it was the girl and she had one of those it looked like it was talking it, about her cat yeah her it was pet. like it was probably you know the girl was in one of those gowns and the little nightcaps that they were probably in the mid to late eighteen hundreds and it was uh, talking about her pussy and everything else but yeah she's holding a, a little kitty and it was like yeah and she puts it between her legs it's like wait what like, how'd they not know but 
I guess pussy didn't really mean pussy. They, they knew. You think they knew? Oh, yeah, they knew. They all perverse. I mean, look, I mean, think about it. Back in the day, it, it looks, that's why it's called a pussy. The guy singing the Frasier song now knows what toss salad means. Yeah. That gravelly you, guy, I'm, I'm he's, sure you've la- had he's so chuckling. Many, yeah, I've heard she had so many people come up and be, you know, toss salad, right? Even the word uh, <laughs> toys sometimes can be. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you go, if Virginia starts talking, yeah, I went and got, bought some toys. Now, you're talking about Rocco, but if you have a perverted mind, go, damn, she's buying vibrators? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's happened where you try to clean it up, you know, for younger ears or just not to be so perverse. And then after a while, you've used that clean, sanitary word so often to refer to something filthy that it not, it makes sense. It naturally takes over the the thought process. You know, I was losing, but I came from behind. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, right there. (laughs) When you watch sports, man, there's just so (laughs) much. I mean, you know, tight ends, wide receivers. You know, he crammed it down the middle. You know, he's... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's just... The whole time, wait, what did he say? What's going on? What did he do? Yeah. (laughs) It's just nonstop. The whole time. Tossing your salad, creep out. Yeah. <laughs> Shaking your eggs. You put it in a blues song, and for some reason it sounds dirtier now. <laughs> it Especially does. going yeah. back to like that growl. <laughs> if you got to scramble. What does scrambled eggs mean? That's got to be something dirty, too. It sounds like somebody's shaking your nuts. Yeah, or... what, what does scrambling your eggs mean? <laughs> I mean, never mind. That's going to be too great. <laughs> Show me on suits. Yeah. It was going to be more of the vulgarity of the words I was going to be using. Decided <laughs> so not to. Yeah. Backing away from Even that. for the podcast. It just, <laughs> made everyone, <laughs> just too much. It everyone feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I thought this was uh, kind of amusing here today. There's a story about uh, Matthew McConaughey's wife. She did Camila? Yeah, Camila. And uh, she was like, I just don't get why everybody has this image of my husband being this laid back shirtless pothead. She's she's like, the guy doesn't even smoke. So where is this imagery come from of Matthew McConaughey? To me, a big part of it still sticks into the butt bongo story, which he had to be high as a kite when he and Woody Harrelson back in the day. It was 20 something years ago. Got a call from the cops and they were both naked playing the bongos. Yeah, they were stone cold. So oh yeah, because Woody never smokes. Me and Denny's do that all the time. We just fucking play we got our little drum. Naked Sober. As, naked as fuck without any weed. And, and he's good <laughs> friends with Woody Harrelson who is known to smoke a lot. She and, might want to just not talk. Well, here's the thing. I, I'm just wondering. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe she's dead on. Maybe Matthew McConaughey doesn't smoke weed and hasn't for 20-plus years. And th- that might be true. It might be McConaughey true. McConaughey really did get serious actor. I, I think probably back yeah. in the day when he did get busted with Woody Harrelson, they're token it up. But, yeah, I think some people grow out of it, and they don't go back to that world. But I'm wondering... Is it possible, do we have people out there who smoke weed and their spouse doesn't know? Yes. And would defend it. If, uh, like Camilla would do with her husband, Matthew McConaughey, would be like, no, my husband or wife 
does not smoke weed. That's ridiculous. They have kids, too. And, in fact, one of them just joined social media. He's like 16, 17, something like that. So she might be saying that because she's trying to make her son not want to go down the path his dad went down, which was smoke a lot of pot and have a whole character based on pot smoking. But you're right, though. This this does happen. I knew somebody. This guy was such an awesome guy. They, they, they were together for the longest time. He w- he worked hard. I- I've seen him enough to know he's just a good guy. And she was kind of annoying. Okay. And she drank. They drank. He was not allowed to smoke weed. So he'd have to smoke weed and then go run for five miles. He'd- he was a runner, too. But he'd have to hide it just oh, because wow. she yeah. was against it. What a life. It, 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 it really, what a terrible way to live. He was such a nice, a good guy, but he had to hide like a criminal because his girlfriend F that. thought weed was only terrible people. But meanwhile, she's getting fucking hammered. Was it his wife or his girlfriend? They were girlfriend. They were, they got married and then they're not together anymore. But I mean, it was a long, long battle and he'd have to lie and hide Ugh. his weed. That's no way yeah. to live. And he was a good dude. That's no way to live. Well, you know, people were talking about with the Matthew McConaughey image of being a stoner and his wife not liking you. Be like, I don't get it. The guy doesn't even smoke weed. <laughs> She's dumb if she doesn't get it. Well, people are saying his, his first real big role, he was a stoner. All right, all right. Um, Nurse Schmidt said, yeah, he was so high when he got arrested in his own home being naked. He says he was in his own book. He's even confessed to it in his own <laughs> book. His good buddy Woody Harrelson has his own weed farm you know, there's a lot of things that kind of add up. She's like, she doesn't get how he has this image. He talked, all right, all right. He she's still blind. talks. She's blinded by trying to parent her teenage son. He still talks like this, like he's high about every time he, he does. Speaks. He's got high delivery. Well, the only, the only more. I mean, it sounds like you're talking about the Epstein thing, and this reason, and this, you gave like nine examples of McConaughey and weed, kind of like the Epstein thing. He did this. He did that. He did. We think he's. We think he. We think he, he got murdered. We think McConaughey smokes weed. There's so there's too many fucking red flags there. It's it's so funny when you see them. They're like, well, I don't get where he would get this image. <laughs> that's that's her being. That's her doing. That's Is she kidding? Is she trolling us? I, don't think so. I read the rest of the comments in the uh, interview, and it didn't sound like it was like wink, wink, nod, nod. I mean, you got to see her body language. I didn't hear the words coming out of her mouth. I only read the text, and I was wondering. I'm like, is she like? Putting this on and be like, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, who gives a fuck anyway? Who gives a Nobody fuck does. anyway? Nobody it's, cares about that except for your kid. To me, the only angle that was funny, does she sincerely believe it? And then I just thought, how many other spouses are in complete denial or have no idea that their partner is a massive stoner? Well, if you are a person that does have to hide it, you love the modern day weed world. Because if this was 10, 15 years ago, you're... You have to go hide, and then you have to spray down. You're worried about the smell. Now with oils, you don't fucking know if anyone's smoking or not. Yeah, right. You just don't. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, it's so easy to do something now. Unless you're the kind of person that hits the pen, and and then all, you know, you're a completely different person. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah. And it's so obvious. Right. But if, if if you're able to hit the pen and go along with your day, no one would know. We went to a store on Clamata Street. A uh, new place. It's kind of down by the fountain, and it's a weed place. But it, it, I, I didn't fully get it. They say you don't need your medical card. All the stuff is legal, but it. I think it's like off-brand weed. It's not necessarily weed. They've they've gone through all the loopholes you can to sell stuff. 
And apparently has the exact same effect of weed. Are you sure? The this, exact same effect. You could take that stuff and get sick. This is sounding like some bullshit. You get, you get weed from the weed people, and that's the, the weed you, you get. You get the best weed you can afford. Yeah, because my wife, for whatever reason, has a big hang-up about paying for that card and whatever. But Why? She, is it Delta 8? I don't know. She is, I, I never can explain her. Is it Delta 8? <laughs> but, no, I don't think it's Delta 8. It was stuff they said. The one thing the guy had said was, I think he'd said it was actual hemp, and that isn't regulated, but the marijuana is. And he said, this is bud, man. And I was Just like, remember, what? he's a salesman. I, I know. And a lot of those guys are full of shit. Motherfucker trying to sell, sell you the O'Doul's of weed. You ain't going to sell Kevin no O'Doul's. He trying to give you O'Doul's weed. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I wasn't. For me, I was like, eh. No. But, I mean, my Just wife was drinking card. it in. Think, I, I don't know why you wouldn't get the card. You would never have to worry about any kind of legal problem. It's not as much as you're mm-hmm. the queen saying that it is. It's really not. You yeah. guys go to bars, so it's. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's way less than two bar tabs. You're, you're yeah. going gonna to get better deals. Yeah. But. We'll see. Yeah. So I will, we'll, one, one of these days, maybe we'll go get there. Amber's like, Kev, you got your own salary. She got a tattoo. You can't get a weed card. I, mean, that is, I could. That's got a good point. Yeah, I could. I just, you know, it's not a high enough priority right now. So I'm putting my money to things I think are a little bit better. Should we, should we go fund me? Can Kevin afford a weed card for a no, present? Jaybird has said no. he will buy it for you for Christmas. I, I don't even know where I am with it. Because, uh, you know, to me, I think I need a little bit of time where I can. I know there's so many products out there. It sounds like you need to really. Take some time, experiment, find what works you for you. You got the Miyagi one and, and two. What you wanted to. Oh, I know. I know. One of these days <laughs> when I'm not so preoccupied with other things in my life. So when we get fired next time? I just yeah, think. <laughs> honestly, that would be a great time. I First thing I'll do would be like, you know what, dudes? I got three months to sit on my ass. So I mean, let's, let's go get that card. Let's go get like that card and let's get this thing figured out. You act like you're trying to like do little different tastes of acid. It's weed. You'll be able to figure it out pretty quick at the dispensary. You got, you know, one or two different kinds. You smoke some, and if it yeah. doesn't, you'll be all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. one of these days I'll, I'll, you know, invest in that, uh, in that world. Jaybird would take delight in walking it'd you through the well, process and fun. guiding you like a Miyagi. Only yeah. if you wanted to. I don't want to. Like, no. I, I n- never want to force it, anything down. The biggest thing right now is just time, and that's it. I just I, I don't have the time to invest to it uh, at this moment, but when I do, I'll be there, baby. I would grow my own weed. Yeah, one of these days, hopefully you'll be able to. Tell me weed Bud plants I mean, in my dinosaur garden would not be. It would fit. Technically, <laughs> you yeah. can, but I mean, yeah. you know, people people I, will rat you out. You think I got sleep problems now? <laughs> Every time I heard a helicopter, a bird, a knock, and saw a drone. Oh, they're fucking here! They're He's in the, the yard pulling out plants. That's just, it was, yeah. yeah, I paranoid Pennington. Uh, I'll smoke it, maybe not grow it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, if uh, you're more of a drinker, there is a new product. Ego has a new liqueur called Ego Brunch in a Jar Sippin' Cream. Does that sound good to you? It is a seamlessly blended jar with the flavors of toasted Ego waffles, sweet maple syrup, and rich butter with a hint of smoky bacon, and it's 40 proof. Ooh, that... Oh, it's so it's a yeah, It sounds like a bunch of artificial chemicals and BS. She's right. It I sounds like know. it's right up your alley, though. I don't it's know. A just go to liqueur. brunch. Just go to a boozy brunch and drink 
whatever you want to drink. She's right. You know, the peanut butter whiskey thing's been a big, big thing with the peanut butter whiskey. Not all of them are created equal. That is true. And she's right about the chemicals. There's some of that shit that it don't taste right. It don't feel right. Uh, just give me whiskey. Straight up whiskey, and then I'll just eat a big old spoonful of peanut butter. Okay. That's, that's more your play. Huh? I just think some of those flavored whiskeys or flavored alcohols, if it's not done right, it tastes cheap as fuck. Okay. Yeah, what's in brunch in a jar? I'm looking on their website. I don't see the ingredients listed out. It sounds I would, heavy. I would just like to read that first. I mean, I do drink some crap, though. I know. I like that rum chata. I'm sure that's crap. I, I've drank the Godiva chocolate liqueur. I'm sure that's crap. Okay. Kahlua seems pretty pure, and then all your clears are pretty pure. I'm but not sure pe- peanut butter whiskey gives you the best breath either. It kind of dances around a little bit. Okay. She, she, she sticks around the house when you want her to leave. And, and The one with the ram on the bottle is the best. It's got a fucking ram on it, of course. Everything with a ram is awesome. Yeah. I mean, you want the spirit of a ram when you're drinking. Wham, bam, thank you, ram. That's mm-hmm. right. Well, today is National Waffle Day. Of course, Waffle House has a deal for you. You can get a free one-topping waffle for National Waffle Day if you go to the old Waffle House oh. and check out. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, one of the places it's offered. I love Waffle House. If I had to pick Waffle House, IHOP, or Denny's, I always pick Waffle House. I could easily spend $50 right now at Waffle House, and that's just by yourself. Yeah. Right. Post is offering a deal on their Pebbles Waffles. All you have to do is save your receipt from the purchase of Pebbles Waffles and turn in for a rebate at GetFreeWaffles.com. I didn't sounds know like, they had Pebbles Waffles. Sounds like a lot of work for me. I know, it really <laughs> is. Some of these places got to realize. Yeah. If I have to mail in for the rebate, I'm this. not going to remember. At that point, I go, can I just fucking buy 50 bucks worth of waffles? <laughs> right. <laughs> we got time. Yeah, they do, man. Some of these deals is like, yeah, okay. That's. I think those deals are fun. But, you know, you do talk about the kind, oh, it's one taco, but you have to do this and that and then jump through a, maybe make it to like a meal, like three tacos. That's got some balls to yeah, it. Yeah, up waffles. the value. Up the value. Mm. I, and I know it's, uh, every, everyone's pinching a penny right now, but with that said, you got to do those kind of fun promotions to get the people in there. Up my value, toss my salad. Up the value, <laughs> toss my salad. It's going to end in a facial. (laughs) (laughs) Today is also uh, National Burger Day. Oh, that's good, too. Today. Okay. You got two big heavy hitters on the same day. I'm not. I think it's stupid. Waffle and burger? They need to coordinate. Unless you do, like you said earlier, you do a a waffle burger. Put them together. A waffle bun is... A waffle bun is special. If you don't care about your health, yep. Like a chicken and waffle, too, would work as a fried piece of chicken in between the waffles, drizzled with a hot honey. Oh, that's a sandwich, too. Tell me if you'd like a waffle pizza crust. I'd try it. Mm. Oh, for your Nutella pizza? I'm saying for marinara. Really? Get the waffle, get the marinara on there. It might just be too sweet and then tangy for me. Okay. Yeah. To quest a palate. I know, right? <laughs> Not fancy enough. Oh, and then there's a um, 
seahorse ovary on there. Add, add the, the fancy. <laughs> I, I don't eat seahorse. Okay. <laughs> Does anybody eat? I there are people that eat seahorse. It's like an Asian street food. I've seen it. Why is eating a seahorse f- feel so wrong to me? I don't know. It, so it does. They're feel so cute. <laughs> <laughs> They're adorable. They, as a little kid, that was what you wanted to. They take you to the the beach for a field trip, and one mm-hmm. of the things you wanted to get was a seahorse. In you, one kid got a seahorse in five years. Wow! One fucking seahorse. Really, that was it. And it was a big deal. He was, he was the coolest kid at school. I bet. All right. Great story, Bert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Giddy up. Want to remind people to go vote as well for our best diner in South Florida. Peter Pan Diner in Oakland Park was named the best diner in all of America by Reader's Digest. I think they're just trying to make us mad by doing that. I just don't think Reader's Digest has done anything good since 1977. Thank you. I thought they were dead. Yeah. Reader's Digest was over. That was something that my grandpa read on the shitter. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, when I hear Reader's Digest, I think Grandpa Shitter. (laughs) Reader's Digest was such a big part of our childhood. It was. (laughs) And part of our shitters. It was always there. And I always I always remember, even then as a kid, I'm like, oh, gosh, that's kind of gross, man. The, he the, thumbs through that every time he's just taking a dump. The concept of books in the bathroom is disgusting. I don't think it's the right move. It's disgusting. Well, think about it. You go to your friend's house, they got all these books in the bathroom. You're right. Those are shit books. Yes. You should put Reader's Digest by your toilet as much as you're into nostalgia. But they're all from the 80s. Yeah. Because you know I can order them. Oh, yeah. you totally could. They all have to be old AF with so much shit on them from all the people that shit and held them. But I was I was raised in a house where my mom, she'd, she'd call it the deep clean day, she'd make sure everything was clean, and she would put books in the bathroom, and as a little kid, you go, it's kind of gross, mom. And, I was taking old, big old dumps Some books there. are more gross than others, and just a paperback Reader's Digest. It's so porous. Every page is gross. <laughs> and I, I think if I had those now and took a whiff, it'd probably still smell like my grandpa's shit. Oh. <laughs> I think we got to put a vase or a, like a, like a, one of those yeah. r- relaxing rocks or something. Potpourri. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> the days of putting magazines and books in the bathroom Should be over. need to end. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully now everybody just shits with their smartphone. I got them in my guest bath. I'm taking them out today. I thought it was the right thing to do. We've all learned something here today. Take out your um, porous periodicals from the restroom. They're all covered in shit particles. Someone said, too, if, if you got a, a guest bathroom, don't put any kind of your toiletries in there. Take it, take every, your deodorant, mm. your toothbrush, everything yeah. in the one designated bathroom that's not going to be ever tainted. Right. And use that one bathroom just for what you got to do. Gotcha. That's smart. I can There's see that. There's a shit zone? Well, I think I we've brought in the, the articles about the particles. Yeah, when you flush the toilet, kaboom. That's why they say don't keep your uh, toothbrush. Oh. You're going, you're going, in, you're letting people in your bathroom and I don't know. Oh. Well, for an old-ass magazine, they chose the old-ass diner that opened in 1979. A lot of people did not think that uh, Peter Pan Diner in Oakland Park was the best, even in South Florida. So you can vote on it. A lot of people thought Hallie's Diner in West Palm Beach was it. I expect that'll probably win. Nick's 50s Diner in West Palm also got a nod, as well as City Diner and Dixie in West Palm. Lester's Diner in Fort Lauderdale and Sunrise, the Floridian on Las Olas in Lauderdale, Moonlight Diner, Jay Bird mentioned in Hollywood, and then Jack's Hollywood Diner as well. There's one in Davie, too, okay. that was good but creepy. Okay. <laughs> you felt Would un- it make the list of good or 
<laughs> if we want to do the creepiest diner. The food was good, but you felt uneasy while you were eating it? Mm-hmm. Just like your comment. I'm yeah. going to recommend a shitty diner. Mm-hmm. It's, I think the food's good. I think the atmosphere was awful. Okay. <laughs> we'll have the results of the list tomorrow. You can go to kvjshow.com and sound off on that. Got a big old weekend coming at you tomorrow. Hopefully you guys are here. We'll see you then. Goodbye.